0: One pick in the NHL draft but the man can't seem to stump, do something dumb, that's not observation, CLT make them need to run, From every trash, the team for short, wonder if we best, what you people score, up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning, while you yawning, grab your coffee, rise the shot with 98.7, this is drop time, we provide highlights from your favorite teams, got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks, it's Rule 76.
2: And welcome in, as we like to say on the show, you've made it to another Monday. You're not dead. That's good news. BR <laughs> with you, 98.7 ES Vienna. <laughs> what? Where's the lie? Hi, how are you? Uh, doing great. How are you? I'm good. Hello! Really well, thank you. How was your trip? Um... It was great. We had a we had an amazing time. Although you, I don't know you feel like this just I don't know traveling takes a lot out of you. Yeah, it's tough. Well, li- listen. Yes, especially with especially when you medicate. <laughs>
3: right? right? Especially when you medicate and I'm sure there's a bunch of things you wanted to do with Alex, but I mean, just think of all the uh unbelievable father-son time you got a it chance great. to spend.
2: It was great. It, re- it really was. He turns to me we, we get into the house yesterday he goes, "Thanks. That was awesome." Oh. Like, you know, I mean, you don't get those moments back.
3: No, you took them to the pit. I mean,
2: what a what a weekend for you! What what a weekend! Yeah, no, we flew down on Saturday morning, and got to the hotel, checked in, got lunch, quick nap before the game because you know, big game, you need a nap, right? I mean, that's of your mantra. Uh, get over to. Uh, I was I was annoyed by the the uh, the valet though, because as everyone knows, it's it's the Smith Center. It's it's called the Dean Dome, right? Whatever. I was like, how? What's the best way for us to get to the Dean Dome? He's like, the what? I was like, the Dean Dome. Oh, no. He's like, I, what are you talking about? I was like, forget it. You're <sighs> useless. Wow. So called an Uber. Over to the Dean Dome we go. Get there. Gets our seats. I mean, he, the kid's so excited. We did have one issue, but we put a stop to it very quickly. Was uh, this
3: like a Alex going after someone from Duke issue?
2: Exactly that. Yeah. So, they, so we're sitting on the first two seats of the row, right? And I'm sitting in the, um, the first seat. He's in the second seat towards the middle of the, of the row. And these four Duke fans, excuse me, can we get in there? Great. They sit in seats three, four, five, six. He turns to me and goes, I, I can't sit next to these people. Can you switch seats? <laughs> uh, sure. So we switch seats. Duke, I believe Duke scored the first two points of the game. Duke down 2 nothing. Carolina comes back. They score. Alex puts his hand in the face of one of the guys and starts taunting him no. like like yeah, that's that's the first of many baskets that are coming your way. Take that. And I'm like and I I grabbed his wrist sat him down. I go you cannot do this. You can't do it. I, I don't know. I don't know where you thought you could get away with this. I, I don't do stuff like that. I, I, I don't. I'm shocked that you would do something like that. Cut it out. And he had the moment of like oh God I'm really getting scolded. And he and he was good the rest of the rest. <laughs> I'm of the raising me? No, no, no. I would never actually, do he's that. The, he's the upgraded version of you. <laughs> he's 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 like the yes. He's like the the you know the the souped up version of what I am. <laughs>
3: yes. He's the newer model. They're not going to go. You're not going to make the same model. You're going to upgrade the model.
2: I, I couldn't. I like. I couldn't believe. I was like, "What was your plan?" He's like, "I didn't have a plan." <laughs> I was like, well, like every basket, were you gonna put your finger in the guy's face until until he like broke it off? He's like, well, I had you there. I'm like, yeah, but I'm I'm you know I'm not like George <laughs> the Animal Steel. I mean, I, there's like uh. five people. <laughs> uh. <laughs> two two minutes into the game, not even I couldn't. I, and and he, like his finger is right like like probably I don't know six inches from the guy's nose. He's like, how do you like those two points? And there's more where that comes from. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Oh my goodness! Yeah, should hey listen? It's your fault. How like you, how is it my fault? You
3: can't give him a nap. Clearly, he can't handle a nap. <laughs>
2: right. He's too locked in. He was so dialed in. He was so have he. He's doing. I got to tell you, and I've been to local college basketball, and I've been to these games as like someone that covers them. I've really been as a as a fan, so to speak. Like they, there's a lot of pageantry and tradition, and they really love their their college sports down there, man. They really yeah, love, it is. It's, it's different it's than than it is for us, like. Knicks are are obviously different. We'll get into the Knicks, but that's something different about college sports in other parts of the country.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean it's special. Like whenever, I, like so, for a couple of my recruiting visits, I got a chance to see that. Now, hockey, like I went to BU and hockey was the sport at BU. Like football team was already gone, so hockey was the sport. So, like, I mean, there was a the atmosphere was was great. But this isn't like college football down south or whatever. But when I was when I was being recruited, I got to go. So I had Michigan recruiting trip and a Notre Dame recruiting trip. And I got for both of those trips I got a chance to see Michigan Michigan Notre Dame games. Right. And it was dude, you're it's, talking it's about different. over a hundred thousand people. It was an insane. Amazing experience.
2: Yeah. And they have their, you know, school song they sing and and chants they have and it, it was really fun. So they they win. He's all happy. We take an Uber back and like we'll go back to the hotel, we'll get some dinner, we'll relax and call it a night. And then I just mentioned in passing the pit, which in my Judgment, and I think, have you been there? Yeah. It's the best barbecue place I've ever been to, ever, Delicious. period, ever. Amazing. And I mentioned it passing the pit, and Alex is like, let's go there. I was like, yeah, but it's out of our way, and it's going to be late. He goes, well, so what? Let's go. So we go. we go, we check into the pit, 10, 15, eat our faces off, and uh, go back to the hotel and, and go to sleep, and met some friends for breakfast on Sunday morning and, and make it back. And yeah, it was it was a great, a great time.
3: You know what you should do? What? A couple things here. All right. What you should do is instead of and instead of being tired today, because you're going to be <laughs> tired today. I, but I can't.
2: I can't help that I'm feeling tired.
3: No, no. I, I think you got to when, when you see him again this afternoon when he comes home from school. You should give a big hug and a kiss and say thank you, thank you, Alex. Because guess what would happen if he didn't take this little trip he took? This beautiful trip, this father-son bonding. I would trip. have
2: had to deal with a no-football weekend. Yes. Yep. Yeah, because you would have gone crazy. I hate no football weekends, and I, and I have to. I, but if it was not this weekend, I mean next weekend you get the one game, and at the game you know pinned at like seven o'clock at night, and then and then you get nothing for for months.
3: Yeah, but I mean like, seamlessly. I mean you didn't have to deal with the week off. You go down with Alex, and now you get yourself right into the week of the Super Bowl. It's nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I know, and and here we are Super Bowl week, and here we are. I, You know what I did? So I, I got home uh, yesterday, flipping through the channels. There's nothing. I know you, I'm sure you guys are going to go, like, oh, I watched, you know, pickleball or whatever. And, and I a Pro Bowl? A
3: Pro Bowl was on yesterday.
2: You know, I watched a few minutes of that as well. I watched the end, and Eli Manning w- wins again. Um, NFC wins again. But I flipped through the NFL network, and they were showing Super Bowl highlights. And I got to see some Super Bowl 46 highlights. Oh, which so that must feel, have put you in a good mood at it least. It put me in a great mood. It put me in a great mood. And yesterday was Lawrence Taylor's birthday.
3: Oh, what a what, Sunday
2: for you! Yeah, six. How about this? Sixty-five years old. Sixty-five years old. Yeah, that's not that old. No, it's not that old. But that's a that's a life like, like that's been a hard life. Ah, oh, he's been through some stuff. Yeah, he's been through some stuff. But you know, seems like he's kind of come out on the other side. Sixty-five years old. But but I I, I meant to tell you this. You would have loved this. So we're at the pit. And we get there, and they didn't really have TVs in our area. So what do we do? We pop on the Knicks game on the phone, put it up against um, some uh, some sauces, and we sit there and we watch the uh, like midway through the third and all the fourth quarter. felt like the Knicks kind of wore down in that fourth quarter, fell apart, and they lost that game.
3: Uh, well, couldn't score. I mean, they couldn't score. I mean... Dante made it he had a three, made it ninety-six ninety four. That was like seven twenty five left in the fourth quarter. Right. They didn't I think, score. I think again. they led
2: by six going into the fourth, right? They did.
3: Yeah, they did, and then they didn't score. So that was seven twenty-five left. They have a two point lead. They didn't score again until it was DiVincenzo again with thirty nine seconds left in the fourth quarter. So I mean they were listen, they were trying to get the ball out of Jalen's hand, which all these I mean, Jalen's hands, which all these teams are gonna do with no Randall and no OG on the floor. Of course. And they played good defense. We missed uh, – and we, uh, I mean, there was some stuff under the bucket we missed. But it's – I guess it would be my, my concern here as we move forward because we don't really know what – when Randall's coming back, what version of Julius Randall we're going to get when he comes I back. I need and OG now,
2: back, though. Yeah, that creeps – that freaks me out a little bit. I didn't think it was going to be – Well, we, we had – I think that this conversation last Monday, and then you were like, no, 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 he'll, he'll probably be back on Tuesday. It was just one precautionary day. And now it's been a full week of this elbow issue.
3: Yeah, full week. I thought it was just like, okay, we're playing it back to back. He felt something in, in shoot around. Let's kind of rest him and he'll be back tomorrow. And that 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 was obviously not the not the case at all. But they get some decisions to make here. I mean, as Ray as Ray slowly approaches 40, we're also approaching the uh the deadline and now we got the Sixers with Embiid's knee. He's going to get surgery. We talked about that. Now, when they go in and decide what they're going to actually do with it, will kind of dictate how long he's out. I, like I don't know, raise your hand if you trust Doc Rivers in Milwaukee. So I mean, it, they know better than us because they know actually what's going on with Julius Randle and what to expect when he comes back and when he comes back. But like you'd hate to, you'd hate to miss this opportunity right now.
2: Oh, it's a golden opportunity. By the way, this portion of the show brought to you by InfinityUSA.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today so we'll get into the football obviously today we go around the league we have a frenzy um but a lot of knicks conversation as well and the trade deadline is thursday what, what do you do i mean do you go all in to try to make the move now because listen do i think the east is wide open no i think that indiana's good and cleveland's good and miami is what they are they're they're a, a playoff battle tested team philadelphia i mean i would move them to the side now because no Embiid is going to really ruin their chances but I don't know, man. There's, this like this idea that the Knicks are just going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I know they've been great of late, but I'm not in that camp that's going to say this team is going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals right now.
3: No, I, I think there's an opportunity now to take advantage of some things. Some I things agree that with happened, that. Happened around you. Like you're right. I mean, uh, we, we've said it a uh, hundred different times. Uh, it feels like it's it, it's Boston. Milwaukee's kind of trying to figure it out with with Doc. I mean, there was a reason why they brought him in. Defense wasn't very good. doesn't seem like they really liked the coach. They still got Giannis, and they got Dame. And now we're sitting here where it's kind of just it's just Jalen. And with no OG, and you saw the effect he's had defensively and even offensively. I mean, RJ brought up—this because is why RJ is is great. And, although, and although,
2: although—
3: What? He showed up a little late today. Yeah, allegedly. I don't think he was late, though. I
2: don't know.
0: I was here at 419. 419?
2: I, just, I have. I have no. No one has confirmed that that in fact is accurately true.
0: All right, I'll go get the the badge scan from downstairs, and I'll get it for you. We you could don't, do that. We've you done don't have that before. To be nasty, or or you know who you could ask because he was out there. I don't even know. We, we've never really like talked unless it's Catalina. Been, you, You'd have to roll back the tape from. <laughs> Hello, Martin. <laughs> ask him.
3: At some point, could you guys play the open of the show for me again? It puts me in a really good mood. Welcome to Monday. You're not dead.
0: Yeah. Well. Congratulations optimistic
3: yeah really nice all right so what i was saying before you interrupted me and then try to question rj's work ethic which is disgusting disgusting in my opinion so og defensively we talked all this time about oj OG, uh, og and what he's done defensively the second you put him in this uh in this starting five rj because he's the best also brings up the fact that jalen julius rj barrett all lefties correct mm-hmm. right so you move out you move out rj you bring in OG. So before, when it was, it was Brunson, Randall, and RJ, the Knicks took more jumpers from the right side of the floor than any, any NBA team over the past five seasons. No one else took more jumpers from the right side than the Knicks with the three lefties. So you bring OG in. Try to guess per 100 possessions with OG, Brunson, and Randall what their offense does point-wise per 100 possessions.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm not good at the 100 possessions. I don't know.
3: 128.5 points. All right. With those th- so with those three, that's a hundred. That would be that's number one in the NBA. Points per hundred possessions. So, what he does defensively, and now all of a sudden, I mean, you went from, I mean, awful, defensively. That starting five to, I mean, that month of January, the best defensive team in the NBA. Oh, and by the way, we're also averaging, one hundred and twenty eight and a half per hundred possessions offensively. And now you're missing him, and you're missing Julius. So you got a chance to see what it looks like when those two don't play, and all of a sudden now the, the focus of the defense can be on
2: Jalen. Uh, yes, H- huge, huge misses. And when Jalen is the only guy, of course, that, that's what teams are going to go after. Now, you've done a great job in, in murdering. Murdering the clock is what you've done.
3: Well, in theory, I didn't. No. I personally was only – I mean, I had the two minutes, a uh, little – I took off two minutes, and I was back. So I. So you, you figure if we go two
2: minutes late, then, then that's really just the two minutes you missed. Right. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe that's true. You still murder the thing.
1: Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is. It's DiPietro and Rothenberg.
2: The New York Knicks should make it to the Conference Finals, and they got a chance. And I'm not saying the Knicks can't get to the Eastern Conference Finals, but to think you have a chance and to say you expect, in my mind, are two different things. We can't rule out the possibility
1: that the New York Knicks can win the East. I think they have a chance. I don't expect the Knicks to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg.
2: Made it to another Monday. You're not dead. That's good news.
1: On 98.7 ESPN.
2: All right, DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN, the big 7 o'clock hour. We still, we're we're holding on to around the league, and we're holding on to the football frenzy. We are are at the nubs, the final couple of around the leagues and football frenzies, and I got to tell you, it's heartbreaking.
3: It is heartbreaking, but the only thing I'll say is this. We do at the at least, at least, we can spend this week making RJ feel really good about his Niners.
2: That's our Niners this week. Well, no. It's not your Niners. Well, no, I'm
3: back. No, you can't be back. You can say you're back. There's no way RJ
2: is allowing you in his R- mind. R- RJ, I believe, already has said no. he's welcomed me back. There's no chance. He under- uh, Yes! No. He understood... I was being pulled in many different directions. I, I, I jumped on the Lions' bandwagon solely for the story and the length of not winning. They're done. I'm I'm not, I'm back.
3: You use the Niners, and he's disgusted by you. He'll tell you. He's not. He's not ashamed to tell you that you stink.
2: R.J. I'm I'm back.
0: Yeah, but it's under false pretense. I mean, we'll take you just because we're looking for momentum here.
2: No, but, no, 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 no! You took me back, R.J.
0: No, I did. I'm not going to deny that. I'm just saying I, I questioned myself in the process. I, I I don't know if I did the right thing, but it's, what's done is done. We have to move on.
3: Well, you kind of disgust them at this point.
0: You are kind of gross. It's like I caught you. I didn't even just catch you looking at another woman. You were no. You 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 know you're sitting down yeah. having coffee. Not nah, more than that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Her top was off.
0: How do you explain that?
2: Uh, you know what, I'm, I'm a man who has not had, I mean, in my in this situation, this Lions team had not had an opportunity to go here in in 30 years.
0: I yeah, I don't care, but here's the thing. So you've said that, and you know what? The Niners what? are not my team. They've never been my team. Shame on me. You, I, I caught you staring back in August. I mean, you told me you were staring back when the schedule came out and how, how sexy the game is, and shame on me, I should have seen this coming. I blame myself. Victim shaming. It probably is your fault. Yeah.
2: It probably is. For you know it. what? I said it when I saw the schedule, sexy opening game matchup, and it's met with, oh, <laughs> he thinks the Lions are sexy. I, I, Not only did I think it, I knew it, and guess who was right? Guess who's vindicated? Me. That's who.
0: I mean, to be fair, most people thought they'd win the division. I, th- I feel like that was the, the common thought. Uh, you,
2: you know, on, honestly, I get it. I have a great take. Let, let's crap all over it.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, Lions are I'm great. At, yeah. Th- how they doing? Season's over. Sorry.
3: You know and what you I, didn't take them.
0: And you didn't take them. You I had a chance; you'd still be in the picks if you took them. Yeah, you you caught me. Well, I, well you wouldn't. You didn't catch me. You had a chance to catch me in a vulnerable moment because I offered you. I said, "You take the Lions at the number. I'll take the Niners." And there's there's it. That that's we'd be tied right now, or you'd be up a half game. Whatever. Instead, you and your. But
2: I, but I thought I didn't realize that the Niners would would, would like look like they were fifty year old men out there. You show up.
0: You had a chance. I told you. All right, you go marry your lover, and you had a chance, and you and you came back to us. You know what
2: you're going to do? You're gonna, you're going to push me to take the Chiefs this week. Seems like a and broken. It's not what, what I wanted. Seems do, like a broken you're relationship now. Yeah, are pushing me.
0: Now who are you with?
2: I was with the Niners. I was in it for you. <laughs> it doesn't feel like you want me. You don't want me. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I just. I think you have you have some thinking to do. I, I hope, no I hope you're happy to together. Do.
3: You had a chance to be pants down with the, with the lions, your sexy lions, your mistress on the side. And you said, No, no, no. I'm going to pull those pants right up and I'm going
2: to go to the
1: I, and did, I thought, I thought, okay. can now? I tell you
2: my rationale?
1: No,
3: I don't want to hear your uh, rationale because guess what now? Now you're going to have your pants down on a billboard. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a billboard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like that'll ever happen. Oh, it's happening. Okay. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to will it. Okay. Mentally you can't get and financially. You, you, you're gonna will me being on Whoa. a billboard. Wow. Listen,
3: it, it would be nice if every if every dealership didn't try to take advantage of me. Wow, now just, I'm not just gonna give what? in.
0: Just out there,
2: going to give into it. Not no, sure I, sure. I know you're gonna you gonna you gonna hold your hold your spot. Not sure everybody around you is running into the house. So you're like, nope. <laughs> no, no, I am not the gonna mode. give in. I get it. I refuse. I, love it.
3: I will call every dealership I have to call until I get the deal that I want.
2: I believe that to be true. RJ, is this is this cute? Is this nasty? This this guy in Orlando on the line.
0: Um, I think we'll think it's cute. You, I hope he's nasty. Yeah, I'm not sure. All you'll, right, you'll you love know, it. let's
2: bring him in. Alex in Orlando. Alex, good morning. You're on Hey, Dave. Uh, Rick, love both of you guys. Been listening to you guys for a long time. Dave, I just wanted to say about this couple.
4: I get I get small ticking. Rick, you look like you just handed twenty dollars like candy. So if that's just
2: my two cents. I love you both. Believe me, believe me. Well, why, 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 why in the world I, do, you the why, why do you think I, I'm cheap? Why do you think I'm cheap with like the valet? A bit, uh, that's well, I Santa. think you
3: said you're not a big tipper.
2: No, but I, I don't do like $10 like you. When I when I park in the lot on Tuesdays, I give them $3. Is that awful?
3: Oh, no, I don't think it's awful, no.
2: I mean, I I give Catalina... $1, $2 every single day for like a $1, $2, $3 order. Is that awful?
3: No, that's nice. And you've got a relationship with him now. So I think it's, I mean, you should tip him a little bit more. I mean, so I don't
2: understand. No, I just think he, I mean, he listens to the show a lot. You seem hesitant at times and I'm not. Well, because you, you, I mean, let, let's be honest. You're rich. I'm not rich. That has nothing to do with it. Of course it does. No, it doesn't. I'm not throwing off $10 tips to the valet when I put my car in the garage. I'm not doing it.
3: Well, I don't. I go five and five.
2: What does that five, mean? Five and five.
3: Uh, five when I park it, and then five when I take it.
2: Okay. Uh, uh, so, so Raymond, five when he parks it, five when he takes it, would be how much of a tip? It's a ten. Nice ten dollars. Yes, exactly. I'm not. I'm not doing it on principle alone. I'm not
5: doing it. Yeah, but let's let's not pretend that the, it's the principle of him not knowing where the Dean Dome was. That that that's the reason. Come on now. Well, what are you
2: talking about? The valet you were talking about still, right? Yeah, but that, but that. That I just asked the valet. The, we didn't have a car park there.
3: Yeah, but had that valet known, just for his time, he said, "Here's the five bucks."
2: No, I would not. I, I appreciate you. I, I'm I'm going to tip people for conversation now. Yeah. Could you imagine that? I'd I'd have thousands of dollars thrown at me on a daily basis. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should try it. Maybe maybe you get so so. I mean, if every time I said something witty or winning or 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 comedic or informative, if hold your I had hand money thrown at me, hold, I wouldn't know what to do. Hold I your hand know out every time. What to do with all the money?
5: Hold your hand out every time you think you say something witty, and well, let's see what happens. Maybe people throw wads of cash in there. Oh, he
3: cramp up. He thinks every everything he says is good. <laughs> I, I, I have,
5: have a
2: high comedy threshold. I mean, I, I bring a lot of great stuff to the table. You know, I think is amazing. Just but, hold your hand out like Rob. Um, Rob Schneider in Home Alone. You know what's amazing to me? Rob Schneider was in Home Alone, second one. Oh, okay. Is that? And this is this is not meant to be. This is not nasty. This is actually oh, yeah. a compliment. right. Right. No, this is a compliment. If you say it's not nasty, you know it's going to be. nasty. Oh, I don't want it to be
3: misconstrued. I don't want this to be misconstrued. Is that Raymond and I every Thursday, sometimes on Wednesday, we'll spend I don't know, thirty, forty-five minutes on the open, right? To put together and game. it's and it's great. Great. The crazy part is, is you have no idea what's going to come out of your mouth. You open the show.
5: Hey, it's Monday. You're not, you're not dead. And it's just as fun. And it's funny. Verbatim. It's Ten seconds from turning the microphone. Yes. on, me, He says,
2: I don't know what we're going to talk about today. It's Monday. You're not dead. Well, because I said it a few weeks ago and you found it to be funny. So I thought it would kind of I'd make it my thing. I like it. You've made it to another Monday. Hey, you're listening to the show. You're not dead. You win. <laughs> right?
3: That's so good. I think maybe that's your thing, though.
2: You're not dead. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. You're not yeah. dead. Yeah. Let's go to Carl in Queens. Hi, Carl. You're on 98.7. Good morning, boys. So great not to be dead today, by the way. See, there you go, and, Carl. um... I love it. And uh, I have a quick point about um, the Super Bowl, if you allow me, after my uh, LeBron point. Sure. But um, Ray tweeted a picture about uh, with LeBron with uh, Nick's towel on his back. My God, what a troll job by him. Seriously. And um, so the only two negatives I can Troll job by, think by about, LeBron or troll job by Ray? Yes. No, by LeBron. Okay. The two negatives I can only think about. One. He is a great facilitator, right? He put it on display quite clearly at MSG. But we already have our great facilitator in JB. And the second one is he, he locks in on defense when he chooses, right? And he did in the fourth quarter against us. And that's not really going to fly with tips. So I don't, I don't know how else. There's so many Knicks fans that don't want him. I'm so amazed by it. I would say more Knicks fans don't want him than do. Probably yeah. It's well, that's not out of spite happen. though.
3: Remember, that's out of spite though too. It's the. I was listening to some stuff on Friday too. It's the same thing. It's the. Hey, you had your chance.
2: Oh please! Why'd well, you hang was... up on him? He said he had an NFL comment to get into. Sounded like you were done. Sorry. No. Why
3: would Why would it be Ray trolling anybody? Ray was pointing out that LeBron was trolling Knicks fans. You jackwagon.
2: Well, I didn't know what this guy was saying. I wanted clarification. No, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, Ray has the tendency to be a little trollish, and I thought maybe Ray was throwing it out there. Like, yeah, you know,
3: Ray doesn't troll. Like, Ray is a Cowboys troll. He does not do the – he's not an NBA troll, really. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with me questioning the situation. Well, Ray knows what LeBron's trying to do. Ray, Ray's, Ray's on to him. What is LeBron trying to do? Well, just the whole thing with the hourglass, then talking about, you know, it's crossed his mind to be on the Knicks at some point, he's got the Knicks towel It's on, exactly
5: but- like you said. LeBron is fully aware of everything that's being said about him,
2: and he enjoys every
5: moment. That's all. He knows that Stephen A. was talking about LeBron going to the Knicks and everything else.
2: I, I am stunned. Stunned. And I know it's not going to happen, and we'll, we'll hear from Windhorst in a moment saying it's it's not going to happen. Stunned that more of Knicks nation would not be excited about bringing in LeBron.
3: I'm telling you, a lot of people feel like he he snubbed them when he had the opportunity, when he did the decision, and he had his chance, and now we're going to get the... Rick, Rick I, that was 14 years ago. I get it. They hold a grudge, and now we're going to get him, you know, when he's past his prime.
2: It, I mean, past his prime short, is he still great?
3: I think, yeah, I think he's still great, but you just have, I mean, I think a lot of people look at it as like, okay, we got one, you know, we got a chance here to make this one big move. We're set up perfectly. Do you make that move on a guy who's only going to give you a couple years? I mean, Jets just did it. Hasn't worked out for the Jets yet.
2: Right? I, I would do it, man. I would do it. And, and I, I don't think it's going to happen. Here, here's a win Horse. Any chance LeBron to the Knicks is ever going to happen?
4: What I would say to the Knicks fan, while you're looking for the big name to come to New York, I wouldn't necessarily look for a 39 year old. I'd want a 29 year old. I felt three years ago. I remember during the pandemic saying, Boy, when the pandemic lifts, I, the Knicks are going to be. I can't explain why star players have not wanted to be on the Knicks. You want an example of why people want to come to New York, look at what's going on with Jalen, although he's very oddly undervalued. My instincts are that this is not, this natural order will be restored, that people will want to play in the biggest media market at the Garden, where even a little bit of success, you know, carries you for a lifetime, but I thought that years ago. So I don't think LeBron has any regrets about how he handled his career. When he chose against the Knicks in 2010, it was obviously the right decision. When he went back to Cleveland, it was obviously the right decision, and he's now gone to the Lakers and had a great run there and got a championship. I don't think he has any regrets about it, and I think he wants to live the rest of his life in Los Angeles, and he wants to make the $51 million next year. But I do think that the Knicks' horizon is infinite. I think that they're they're, they're an incredibly intriguing team this year, especially if they can wiggle their way to that number two seed. You know, it really opens up a lot of possibilities.
2: All right, very intriguing. Is LeBron going to wind up here? Very unlikely.
4: Yeah, no.
3: No, he's not. Not to mention the fact that LeBron is building like a $100 million mansion in uh, L.A.
2: He's got to be worth over a billion dollars, right? Uh, that's right. God.
3: Yeah, dude, I mean, you talk about, I mean, in the history of sports, a player that came, you know, came out of school at his high school, with the kind of expectations that actually met or exceeded the expectations, the way that LeBron has. Like, I mean, he's he is
2: he, he might be. It's well, incredible. Who who else has had expectations like that? Did Tiger have those expectations? Yeah. He did, right? Yep. Did Gretzky have those? Um, to be the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, he he wasn't he playing when he was like twelve, playing with seventeen year olds and dominating. Yeah. Like he was kind of a prodigy.
3: You're talking, yeah, you're talking about the 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 goats. But I'm I mean, just trying to think
2: who else. Conor McDavid
3: had expectations like that. Sidney Crosby has had expectations like that. Right. I'll give you hockey ones. I mean, Ovechkin came with. I no one ever thought that Ovechkin would would potentially break Wayne Gretzky's goal record, but
2: nobody in mean, football though. I mean, even the greats weren't weren't. I mean, Peyton, Peyton had high expectations. Peyton had high expectations, but but obviously Brady didn't. Mahomes didn't.
3: No, not not the way that LeBron did. I mean, LeBron was the. I mean, they were showing his high school games. I mean, like he, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? And he's probably and he, dude, he's he's exceeded the expectations, man.
2: I uh, know his, he's a, mind, yes, his, he has.
3: Like in his mind, like I'm sure he's always said he's chasing you know the ghost of Michael Jordan. It'd be hard to change people into just Michael Jordan guys. Like that's just going to be a fight that that's going to be a tough one to win. But, I mean. Financially, what he's been able to do
2: business-wise, championships, longevity, like the longevity of this guy. It's, it's amazing. He's been doing it for well over 20 years now. And the whole idea
3: that he wouldn't like, like he, he, he's not like he plays defense when he wants to play defense. Yeah, right. He does because his goal is to win a championship. He's not going to kill himself during the regular season. I right. Don't Second quarter that, but.
2: against the, the Charlotte Hornets. You're not going to get LeBron, you know, diving out of bounds for a loose ball.
3: No, but you saw it in the fourth quarter of the game. I mean, there was that one play that they kept showing where he locked up Jalen. Like, and, I mean, he, when he wants to,
2: yes, and it's, when it's he winning wants time. To. He can do it. Now, I will say this: Knicks bring in LeBron, Randall comes back, or even if you don't have Randall, and OG comes back and he's healthy, I like my chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals then.
3: Right, but that's not going to happen. I know, but I, I, here's the thing, though. Okay?
2: it's fun to dream.
3: I know it's fun to dream, but let's also take a step back and recognized that when we had Wendy on our show a couple of years ago and we asked him these questions about, you know, superstars coming to New York, why was there hesitation? Uh, what could the Knicks do? And he pretty much laughed at us. He's like, well, because they don't want to come by themselves. Cause, and if it doesn't go well, like who wants, to, who wants to get, you know, ridiculed the way that you'll get ridiculed if you can't make it happen? And on top of that, you guys have nothing to give away. There's none of, like none of the guys that you have on your team, your young players are, are descending. They're not ascending.
2: Right. The whole narrative has changed now.
5: Completely changed.
2: Yes. Where now it's an attractive landing spot. We just got to find the guy to land.
1: legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. Thanks
1: for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Dr. on ESPN.
2: I think we bring in Shooter, because I forgot to bring this up today. Shooter in Stanford remembered, and we have, we'll have we we'll let him leapfrog the conversation. Hi, Shooter. You're on 98.7. Good morning, boys. Good morning, company. How are you guys? Good morning, Shooter. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Uh, I wanted to bring up Carl
4: Weathers. You know, he was a huge part of all of our childhoods. He was, uh, I think he was a very good actor, and people... Most people didn't know, right, he was a football player because he was such a good actor. I feel like he did a good job. He wasn't robotic. And he made, if you think about it, right, three iconic movies. Rocky. Yep. And, in, uh, in, like, cinematic movies. He did Predator, top ten action movie. And he did uh, Happy Gilmore, of course, where he got my nickname from. Shooter. Uh, top comedic movie. And Dave, of course, you'll probably know the one movie he starred in was what?
2: The movie he started was Action Jackson. Boom.
4: You're good, I, Dave, you're good.
2: Yeah. And with Carl hey, with all uh, the hip, baby. with Craig T. Nelson and Sharon Stone. And and Vanity uh, as well.
4: That, very good. Very good, Dave. It's all on the hips, baby. It's all on the hips. You, you cooked them a soy and uh, you're an expendable asset, Dutch. I used you to get the job done. He will be missed, guys. He will be missed.
2: He will be missed. Yeah, I was. I was really. Listen, it happens all the time, Rick. That you know, someone that we know and we're familiar, we like, passes away. Car Weathers hit hard, though. It did. I mean, it's something you've seen in so many movies that you've loved. It's part of your childhood.
3: Yeah, that was a tough one. I mean, they're always tough. But you're right. Like, I mean, it's it, you talk about. I mean, the movies that, like, the iconic movies. Apollo, and then even. Chubbs Peterson. Damn alligator. I mean how many times have I said I can't even tell you how many times I've said you say that. it.
2: Say a million times. You know what's interesting too is that he went from being the villain to being a hero in, in the Rocky movies. Yes.
3: Yeah. I mean it's just he he was a really good actor, man.
2: He w- he was a good actor. It it really is a shame. And and you know what? Firstly, I had no idea I don't know if he was sick or not, but he wasn't old. 76 is not old. It is not that old, no.
3: It is not. So Especially when I got Nana Ginny at 94 calling my phone 500 times yelling at me yesterday.
2: Why was she yelling at you?
3: Where's your mother? Uh, I, I don't know, Nan. Uh, how come she doesn't answer her phone? I was like, I don't know why she doesn't answer her phone. Maybe you could ask her that.
2: Tell her to call me. Do you want to talk to me? No. Okay. You should just be thrilled that you that you have a grandmother at 94.
3: I am. 94. That's why I answered the phone. I thought she'd be happy that I answered it. She, right. That, she calls my phone and then asks who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I answer. She goes, who is this? I was like... Uh,
2: you called, who, you called me
3: Who do you think it is Is this Ricky I was
2: like yeah it's me I answered my phone Right <laughs> I like that <laughs> Hello Who is this Yeah she's like mad I'm like why are you mad You called me Because she's 94 Right I think when you When you get to that age You you know you can be mad You, you can do whatever you want When you get it, to that age And she does hey, What, what kind of health Is in, Dude Like
3: uh, she is the epitome of health
2: Is she still living by herself
3: Uh, yeah, she lives in assisted living.
2: So she's not living by herself then?
3: No, no, no. So she has, like, I mean, she'd like to be living at her house by herself, but she couldn't do it. She's too, I mean, 94 is too old for her.
2: So she gets her meals prepared and laundry done? Ah, meals prepared, yep. That's nice. I'd like to go into assisted living.
3: Make sure she looks good because she wants to, you know, make sure she looks nice for all the, uh. The male employees. What
2: what what is the social scene there? Like the the dating scene at the assisted living? Uh,
3: I don't think this uh, this particular uh, facility has a much of a dating scene. They're very very gossipy. They're very gossipy. Uh huh. There's a lot Does going on. Does she
2: partake in the gossip?
3: Loves the gossip. Knows everything that's going on. She I think i would be out, great in
2: this kind of facility.
3: She passes out candy for information.
2: Oh really? Like, yeah. like you like a, a little package of M and M's, and you start garnering details. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like she's like, "Hey Cheryl, I need some. I'm gonna need some candy here." And then, then she's. They
2: have a bookie in the. Uh...
3: I you know Nana Ginny loves to gamble, I right? Mean, we found out to, uh, she was going to underground gambling establishments because they had uh, delicious Danish. <laughs> Nana Ginny's wild, man. I'm telling
2: you, I think Nana Ginny and I would have a hell of a time on the town.
3: I think new, you and Nana Ginny. Uh, well, she'd end up killing you probably, but for the uh, the beginning, you guys get along great.
2: What? What do you mean she'd kill me? Why would she kill me? It's uh, just that it,
3: I think you'd frustrate her at some point, and she'd probably get a little physical with you.
5: Does he have ED? Oh, it's so clever. Look at us.
3: I mean, you're talking about a woman who was frustrated with my grandfather, and she took all the furniture and threw it down the basement.
2: Back roads, you know, like Okachaki or whatever it is in Florida.
3: Yeah, you start you start talking about Lake Okachaki, and
2: there's no such thing. That'd be Brian and Huntungton. you probably catch one. That wasn't me, it was RJ messed up.
0: <laughs> so, this would be an interesting situation, though, because Sherry. Is, is the yin to your yang. Yes. She doesn't push back. This would be someone where you would start to get animated and she would like throw a stapler at your head.
2: You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. I think this would be
0: an interesting mix. Yeah, but she's also f- like 45 years older than Doesn't you. matter. I think she'd take you. No, she would destroy would she,
2: you. Would she put me into into the will? No. No? No chance.
0: I think you'd have to worry about your will. I think she would, she'd probably be a threat to you. That's what I'm saying.
3: She'd probably take out a large life insurance policy on you and then somehow you... And just then kill dis- me. <laughs> you disappear. Yeah, I could see that happening. Your your grandmother's in the mafia. Uh, no, I don't think she's in the mafia.
2: She knows people that, that know probably. people. She probably knows some people. Uh, the Michael Case Show is going to be live from UBS uh, Arena this Thursday, February the 8th, before the Islanders face off and take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're giving away eight pairs of lower bowl tickets plus one pair of premium club seats at ESPNNewYork.com. Or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by the New York Islanders. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Lightning, 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 lightning!
1: <laughs> that
2: That's a lot of tickets, by the way. It is a lot of tickets. Eight pairs of lower ball tickets plus one pair of premium club seats? That's nice. That's big-time stuff. Big-time stuff. Um, So let's, let's start to do a little football conversation. Of course, we'll go around the league at 745 and at... Eight fifteen will do the frenzy. We didn't have football this weekend. Have you started to think about will we see a, a better start for the Niners this week? Where, where are you leaning? I'm not asking you who you're taking. Where are you leaning as we start the conversation now?
3: It's funny because I've been with Kansas City the entire time, and I was kind of taken off guard when it opened up it. It opened up with the Niners being favored by two and a half. Right. It's like, well, what have what have you seen from the Niners so far this this postseason to think that they should be favored in this game? Nothing. Nothing. So that number goes all the way back down to one because I think everyone was on the Chiefs. As soon as it went to one, it goes back to one and a half. And now I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't know at this
2: point. I feel, I feel very much the same as you do because I feel like Kansas City has clearly been the better team. They've had the tougher road. They've played better football. Um, but but I, I, I'm, I'm confused at why. Like If you ask me honestly, what should the spread be on this game? I would say Chiefs by a field goal. Maybe two. The fact that San Francisco is favorite gives me legitimate pause because I don't, I don't know why they've done nothing this postseason. They had a, they had two comebacks, great comeback against Detroit. I take nothing away from them, but you step up in class if you're San Francisco. And the quarterback play goes from Jordan Love, who was good, right, to Jared Goff, who was good, to Patrick Mahomes, who's on a different level. And now it's Andy Reid, and I'm sure Andy Reid's not going to be making decisions like Dan Campbell made. I, I don't know. I just I want to see the Niners win. I think as far as who I think is going to win, I I think, and it could change certainly, and it might. I I'm I'm leaning Chiefs right now.
3: See, but that's my problem though. Like what I've seen, what my eyes tell me, and the fact that it's Patrick Mahomes, like it should be, it should it should be the Chiefs. So why are the Niners favored in this game?
2: I I, I can't give you that answer because because I guess the Niners have been the best team all year long? Yeah, but what
3: does that mean, though? It's not about know, being the best team know. during the regular season. I mean, they, you saw what they, their defense looked like against Green Bay, and you saw what their defense looked like against Detroit. Biggest difference now is is that it's not Jordan Love and it's not Jared Goff. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. On top of that, it spags defensively. And Kansas City's defense is a big-time step up from Green Bay's defense and Detroit's defense.
2: Absolutely it is. So so all those reasons, shouldn't they make you feel in in, in immensely confident in taking the Chiefs in this game? It, yes. But yes, it won't. And I
3: don't know why there's hesitation right now for me. My only hesitation is do – and it shouldn't because this is a team that just – I mean, they're, they're defending champions. I mean, they won the Super Bowl last season. Like, it does – do some of the mistakes because they've been – Damn near perfect. Like the things that caused the Chiefs' problems this regular season with the penalties, um, you know, both tackles struggling, the drop passes. You haven't seen any of that stuff in the postseason yet. Does that creep up? Why would you? Well, why would you think it would creep up? I, I don't know. So, so why then? So, what is the? I don't. We had Rex on. Rex can can Steve Wilkes fix this defense by the time we get to the Super Bowl? No. Nope. I could say, I was sitting at home watching it on television without the All-22 and could tell you exactly what they were doing on defense.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it feels like you lean Kansas City, which makes you concerned that you'd feel that confident. 1-800-919-3776. Here we go, people. We're going to go around the league. We're going to go to the frenzy. we got the top of the hour ID. we got your calls. 1-800-919-3776. DNR 98.7 ESPN.
3: All right, Raymond. Listen up, buddy. No, don't. You know what? Don't, because you've been doing good with the Nuggets. This is not for you. Just listen anyway. Score a touchdown. Everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person that you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what Michael K. did. Visit the Engagement Experts at London Jewelers. They're going to make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick a design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the Mall at Short Hills. Mention Michael K. told you to stop by, and you too will get the Michael K. treatment.
1: Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Game. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
2: So did you happen to catch what Aaron Boone said over the weekend when he found out what the Orioles did it with their pitching staff?
3: I think I think Aaron Boone probably feels the same way that most Yankees fans are feeling right now.
2: So, um, he spoke at Pinstripe Pride. It was an autograph signing in New Jersey, the American Dream Mall. Yankee Skipper was upfront about his thoughts on Burns and what it could mean for the American League East. Quote, that can be a little bit of a problem, he told The Athletic. That was my first reaction. He's obviously an amazing pitcher going to a great team. We'll see a lot of him and look forward to competing against the best, though. But here's, here's my take right now getting ready for the season, Baltimore won 101 games, and in my mind, they're a better team now than they were last season.
3: Yeah, well, I think the bigger concern for you is, I mean, if you're a Yankees fan, it isn't necessarily just this season now. Right? Like, Because, I mean, listen, Tampa always figures it out. Somehow, someway, they find like they figure it out. I mean, they're one of the smarter teams in Major League Baseball. Toronto's loaded with talent. They just, for whatever reason, maturity, whatever you want to call it, can't get over the hump. Got the Yankees, of Soto, uh, Stroman, I mean, they all feel good about themselves, and they said Orioles, okay, yeah, flush with talent. But at some point, uh, they got an that that's not going to spend money, so not we'll any- have to not anymore, right? So we'll have to deal with it now, and then at some point, these guys will be gone. Well, now you got, I mean, you got tons of young talent. You got, I mean, <laughs> you got a loaded farm system, and now it looks like you got a couple owners that are probably going to spend
2: money, right? And they just added an, an ace to their rotation. So I mean, you, you, this is not we're just going to coast our way to this division year after year after year anymore. There are. There's going to be, I mean, Tampa's still good. Boston, what they're doing seems odd, but they're not horrendous. Toronto, like you mentioned, is good. And Baltimore, I'm sorry, is the cream of the division right now.
3: Right now, which and it looks like there could be some staying power now too. You know what I mean? Like in all of those situations where it's like, yeah, they're good now, but at some point they won't because they're going to start losing well, guys.
2: I think what's worrisome is, I mean, the top prospect in all of baseball is going to be brought up and is going to be the starting shortstop for the Orioles. You know, game one of this season. It sounds like in Jackson holiday,
3: right? So they have tons of young talent that could now potentially be around for a long time.
2: And you're going a- to and add, money
3: and money to add to it,
2: right? You're not doing this on, you know, keeping your purse strings close to the vest. where you just can't spend anything. Now you have money. So that would be terrifying if I was a Yankees fan. I would. That's what I would think. Yeah, I think that's what he, a lot
3: of people think. And I think the other thing that a lot of Yankees fans are feeling like, I mean, with, with Soda 101, your deal is, I mean, is is this enough? Do we have enough now? Right now, at this moment, do we have
2: enough? When you say, do we have enough, do you have enough to win the whole thing? Yeah, well, isn't that what it's all about right now? Right. At least uh, get to the no. World Series? No, I mean, I, I don't think you have enough to win the whole thing. And, so, and I love Soto, and I love the acquisition. But, my, and, and I like Stroman, too. But you're going to tell me Redon is going to be good? You know, if you told me Redon is going is to turn into a legitimate number two, then we have a different conversation. I have no reason to believe that's the case. And if it were the case, then why are you going after Blake Snell? Well, I mean, I think
3: you know why they're going after Blake Smell. Because you don't trust Radon. Oh, if the money's right. Well, not only that, though. I mean, you got Radon, you got, um, I mean, listen, Stroman was good for the first half of the season, I think, money-wise. And then was brutal. It makes sense. You still have some, I mean, there's still got to be a question rock around uh, Nesta Cortez coming back. So, yeah, I mean, your rotation outside of the given, which is Garrett Cole. Right. I, I don't know what Radon's going to look like. I mean, he, started, he missed half the season, and when he came back, it didn't look good. At all, what's DJ LeMahieu going to look like? How know. does Anthony Rizzo bounce? You know, how does Anthony Rizzo bounce back? He was awesome know. before the concussion.
2: Nobody knows. And again, what version is Wa- Anthony getting? And, and I love Juan Soto. Love him. Think he's phenomenal. Hope that that he leaves the Yankees, goes to the Mets next off season. He didn't get off to a great start in San Diego last year.
3: No, he did not. Now I finished up with a really good season. But look at that oh, line. Great. Yeah, but look at that lineup. That lineup was absolutely loaded.
2: Right, and they failed last year.
3: So. At the end of the and day, they saw saw young winner last year. Right. At the end of the day, you still have Aaron Judge, who's one of the best players in baseball, maybe the best player in baseball. Garrett Cole is one of the best, if not the best pitcher in baseball. Juan Soto. I mean, that's a huge that's a huge addition to your lineup.
2: Right? I mean, you, hit, you got him batting in front of Aaron Judge is a big deal. Huge deal. Who's leading off for you? Probably LeMayhu. LeMayhu? I would guess. I like Volpe. I mean you, you it, like Volpe period, or you like Volpe at leadoff?
3: I I listen, I would prefer him at leadoff if he could handle it. Just yeah, it's a lot set. to ask though for the kid. I understand that, so he probably won't start as your as your leadoff hitter. But I think as far as I mean, what was the one question mark about about him coming into last season?
2: Uh what, defensively? Would he be good enough defensively? Well, he clearly was because he, well, he won uh, a, a gold he, glove.
3: Right. He won a gold glove. So you got him. Um there are just, I mean, for a team that's trying to win a championship, you there are quite a few, I There's would say. There's a lot of hurdles. And remember, the, the, Astros, are marks, yeah. I mean, the Astros are still there.
2: And The Astros are, you know, probably the best team in the American League. Yeah, you got Baltimore sitting there doing what they do. I mean, we're not even talking about the, the, the World Series champions who at some point are going to add an elite pitcher and Jacob deGrom to their roster. Right. I don't know what's going
3: on in Texas, though, with the whole, I mean. It, it is sounds weird. Like, it sounds like Jordan Montgomery wants to be there. That's not done yet. They're trying to
2: figure out their... Local television deal. There's some monster free agents that are not signed. Yeah, a lot of free agents that are signed. I mean, Bellinger's not signed. No,
3: Bellinger's not signed. You got Snell's not signed.
2: signed. You got Montgomery's Montgomery's not signed. signed. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, the thing
3: with baseball, too, is this whole thing. Like, it's just, I don't know. You'd much rather just like the, as soon as the free agency, you know, kind of starts, you'd like to see it happen quick. But then there's other there's other people that make the argument. Well, this way it's kind of like a slow burn. It keeps you know keeps the conversation well, with going.
2: The NFL, but I mean, wouldn't you want to follow what the NFL does? What the NFL does on every thi- single thing outside of the officiating, it's it's working. Wouldn't you want to look at that model and say, let's do that? Let's let's have like you know a race, and at midnight on whatever day is when it opens up, and that's when all the guys get their offers. Now it becomes a talking point for for sports talk radio and for. Conversation around the world of baseball instead of being you know a couple of weeks away from st- spring training, have have the Cy Young Award winner from last year not signed? Well,
3: I think it's different though. You understand? That. I mean, it's just, you're talking about salary cap sports though, too, where everyone kind of has a pretty good idea of what you're going to make. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, Blake Snell's asking for nine years, two seventy. Know, it's paying a fair point you bring
2: up, but there's something broken if Blake Snell is unsigned and and spring training is days away.
3: I understand what you're saying, but if the guy is asking for a crazy amount of money. You're not going to just hey for the good of the sport, let's just
2: pay him what he wants. No, of course not. But there's got there has to be some kind of way to figure it out. Make make free agency in baseball better.
3: Well, listen, guys ask especially Boris clients ask for crazy numbers and then they'll wait as long as it takes to try to get as close to that number as possible. That's what Boris guys do. Like they I get. Know. I mean, I'm sure Boris said this is what we're gonna. This is what we think we'll get, and we're gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna, he's gonna do whatever he can to get him that money.
2: When do pitchers and catchers report? We can't soon. be far off, right? Real soon. What are we like ten days away? Uh it's got to be close, yeah. Yeah. Today's what February the fifth. Today is February the fifth. Yep. So we're not far off. February
5: thirteenth. Yeah. Right so the eight corner. days away, huh? Nice.
2: Wow. It's right we need here. it. Well, we're, we're gonna need it. Well, the Mets. The Mets got a couple signings uh, over the weekend too. Mets. Uh, Mets the fourteenth. Yankees the fifteenth. Oh, well, it's a little Valentine's Day surprise for the Mets.
3: Yeah, but look, come on, let's not get crazy. Why? Uh, how excited are you, Jake Diekman. Yeah. How excited are you for the Mets?
2: Right I'm excited now. for baseball.
3: Well, I know you're excited for baseball, but how excited are you for the Mets? Did you really believe when he said at the time that we were going to take a gap year that we're really going to take a gap year?
2: No, but they, I guess he's a man of his word. <laughs> yes, it he looks is. like the Mets are kind of punting on this season.
3: I don't know about punting. Uh, uh, it's definitely not all in to try to work, compete for a championship. That's
2: clearly true. All right, let, let's break. We'll come back. More NFL. Knicks trade deadline is Thursday. we got to get into that. 1-800-919-3776. D&R with you, 9870 ESPN. Now, this is me. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Grainger.com or just stop on by and say...
1: Ooh! Thanks for listening to the DPetro and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN.
2: So I went to uh, Raleigh-Durham, the airport, and Legends Limousine, who I know sponsors the station, they picked me up. They drove me to the airport. They picked me up from the airport, drove me home. A-plus review. Legends Limousine. Unbelievable service. Nice. Unbelievable. Guy was early had snacks in the car, car Ooh. was spacious, was clean, I, I, he's got chargers. What, what what radio station would you like on? Is there a, a route you'd like me to take over another route? I mean, just uh, creme de la creme, Legends Limousine.
3: That right there sounds like a, a terrific, just from start to finish, what a weekend you had.
2: It actually, you, you know, like you always plan things out, and most times there's a hiccup somewhere along the way. Yeah. Nothing. not one Nothing. Outside of Carolina winning, which upset me but made Alex happy, the perfect weekend. The flights were on time. Like I just told you, the limousine company, Legends, was amazing. The food was great. Everything worked out perfectly. The game was fun. The tickets, like you you name it, elite. Elite. Let's
3: be honest, though. Yeah. Okay? Can we be honest for
2: a second? Absol- you know I'm honest.
3: Right. We're in the den. As much as you were unhappy that North Carolina won that game, Mm-hmm. In the best interest of the trip, North Carolina had to win that game.
2: I will tell you this: had to. I wanted Duke to win. I would have loved it had Duke won. It took a lot of the sting away from Duke not winning because he got to enjoy Carolina winning.
3: Right, but I mean, just talk like as much as you wanted Duke to win. Okay, you're sitting in the stands. They scored their first. They they scored their first two points. He's already got his finger in some Duke person's face.
2: <laughs> it was unbelievable.
3: They lose. There's no chance you're going to the pit for barbecue that night. No chance. Right, he
2: wants to go right back to the hotel and go to bed. Right, he's going to cry himself to sleep. The whole yep. weekend's ruined. Uh, yeah. But I still want a Duke to win. I don't like North Carolina. I know, but Alex loves He loves North them. I don't know how this has happened, but he does. Let's go to Mark in Rockland. Good morning. Hi R- hi Mark. You're on 987.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. I just got to give you kudos this morning. What an absolutely incredible show. And this may be a little controversial, but the higher-ups, they really need to look themselves in the mirror. The way that Fugazi Peter is ruining the K-show, we really got to get you guys either on more or make some serious changes to uh, Get us on more. We're on four hours a day. Yeah, but you know what? I could get you twice if I could because you guys are fantastic
2: well it's it's a nice call uh i and thanks for it I don't know you need to take shots at Peter if you my my issue is if you don't like Peter call that show and tell me you don't like Peter I'm not gonna sit here and disparage Peter because you don't like him
3: well they don't want to pass for once let alone twice
2: could you could you we, if they if they said we want you guys to do two separate shows a day i I couldn't do that
3: no there's no chance I could probably you could probably squeeze one more hour out of me I could probably do five but
2: don't give them any ideas no I'm not because you know what's going to happen, we're going to be doing five to ten next week because no. of you.
3: There's a real chance I'm doing zero here coming up soon,
2: so don't. Worry no, about it. stop it. I'm just saying. Uh huh.
3: So the Let's way I go. get treated, the way I get treated by ha, you three, ha, ha, who treats you poorly? Four. I'll add John to that mix. Who treats you poorly? So who treated you? you poorly? Right. And how? All day today. All how? day today.
2: Because you should see these emails I'm getting. Rick's a fraud. He's not a real friend. Your work colleagues, come out to the brunch
3: with us. I pride myself. Raymond has on being has a picked the friend.
2: location. Of where he, he wants Raymond to go. I got
3: Raymond a beautiful birthday gift. Beautiful so? birthday
2: gift. Yeah, but it's more than presents. You're like the dad who's not there on the birthday, but he sends his, his daughter a beautiful, like, gorgeous diamond necklace. No, that's because Dad's off working. Ray doesn't want the present. Ray wants your time That's is what he wants. Off work. Well, I want some nuggets. I get no nuggets.
1: Just got I two come, lovely
5: nuggets last no, week. He no, milks yeah,
2: cows. But, yeah, they had no cows. There were no cows. He's bailing hay. That's not the kind of nugget I'm looking for. He once broke up a relationship because he was no. the other guy.
5: No, I got that, I got nothing so far.
2: I got a better nugget from you, and I didn't even ask
3: for it. You just said, "Hey guys, I didn't Dave is
5: more you. willing to give those type of uh, nuggets. I can't, I'm not embarrassed. I can't, I can't I can't tell you that I'm willingly to say those give type us of things something. Davis,
2: give us something. I've got nothing for you. You're, you're such full of crap. There's no way you, have, you you've lived 40 years. You have nothing to give us.
3: All of, he's a, all of a sudden, he's a choir boy. He's got
2: no, no nuggets. Right. I've done nothing.
3: I lived, I lived the perfect life. I've done nothing wrong. Have
2: you ever committed uh, a robbery in a bank? I feel like if I had
5: committed a robbery of a bank, I would not be here. Or would he admit now? to it? I mean, why would he right. admit to it on radio? Well, I don't know. Give me something. <laughs> I don't know. Like committing a robbery and admitting that on the radio is the same as peeing your pants. Don't know that. Probably not. Probably Have not.
2: You, okay. You know what? Let's, let, let's start. Equal to me. Have you ever peed your pants?
5: As an adult? Yes. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: The guy, he's not living. <laughs> you have, right? Uh, as an adult, have I peed? You, yeah, you, I you
5: mentioned it in, in uniform, almost, didn't
3: you? Oh, no. I almost crashed my, uh, I almost crashed my truck. Remember when I had, to, I had to jump on, I started peeing all over myself? Oh, right. 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 To <laughs> like in like like, like Tommy Boy.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's go to Corey. And I guess this is probably Greenwich. Corey and Greenwich. <laughs> Maybe it's Greenwich. Who knows? Greenwich. I don't know. All right, Greenwich. Go ahead, Corey.
4: Hi, guys. Hi, Rick. Hi, Dave. Hi, Corey. Hey. Hey, I heard this on another show this weekend, and I wanted to ask you guys this. I'm not a a Knicks fan, so I am a Lakers fan, and I really don't want to get rid of LeBron, and I think we're going to get someone big, a big name before the trade deadline. Would you... During the draft, this coming NBA draft, would you take LeBron uh, James as your overall number one pick, assuming LeBron comes to the Knicks?
2: Well, I think it depends where my overall number one pick was. If I'm the Knicks and I'm picking 27 and it guarantees me I get LeBron, I, I would probably do it, yeah.
3: Nah, I don't think I would do it.
2: No? You're no. not going to play that game?
3: No, I don't want to play that game. Plus I think I mean he's gonna be forty in December. I mean but as he's good still as he so is, good. Ricky's still, still so
2: good. I understand
3: that. He is still so good. But I make that I think there'll be better there'll be better opportunities out there, I think. Maybe so. Like you tell me right now, like if I get him right now and then I get him for next season, so I get two full playoff runs with him. I mean I maybe I consider especially with what's happening in the East right now, but uh, they've done such a good job of putting themselves in they the really in perfect have. spot.
2: I I've said this a million times. I'll continue to. I just trust Leon Rose, which is a nice place to be as a Knicks fan because you don't often feel like that.
3: I, that's what I wanted to ask Spike before you asked me if he would take us to the game. I'm like, you, it sounds like you like you know Leon a little bit. Why would ask him why he doesn't talk to anybody? Well, well I'm sure Spike is going to call back in at some point. Like I mean, it's, this is the time to do it, right? Like just to, I just I guess so. The people Knicks can celebrate how pretty good much understood.
2: It's not what they want to do is speak yeah. to the media. All right, what
1: we want to do. Led by Raymond, is three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. Gotta tell you, I don't think
5: we've ever had an open to the show quite like this one.
2: Made it to another Monday.
5: You're not dead. That's good news. Congratulations. You're not dead. That's right. Welcome to Monday.
1: Number two.
5: I, w- I would like to point out my appreciation for Rick DiPietro. I could tell in the last half hour he's very down on all of us as a show. Uh very down as friends. Very so, down. I I do want Rick to know that his his efforts, his his being here, his reaching oh out God. is all appreciated, and I look very much forward to Rick joining us on brunch we, on Wednesday. We have to coddle him more than any person has. We got we got to do what we got to do, Dave. We got to do. what We got to do. Number one, listen, you you're the big sharer on the show. You give everybody more than what they ask for. Do you own a bong? I do not, but <laughs> you know, once I built my own bong hmm you did. You hit it in the piano, you said. I was a high-level pianist as a child. <laughs> and you had multiple other stories about drugs. Did you ever weekend- do mushrooms?
0: Me, no. 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 Yeah, how about you, Dave? Uh, twice, yeah. hmm Who did not have a good weekend? Uh, I peed
2: was- my pants that day.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I'm sorry?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Once again, the funniest part about that is we're ready
5: to move on. <laughs> and
2: You just can't help me
5: I'm a yourself. share. What do you want and me to tell Who did not have a
0: good weekend? Uh,
2: I peed was- my pants that day. Oh, I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs>
3: You hear the background though? You hear like, you hear that like, Ray off the microphone? It's like, oh God.
2: Yeah, here he goes. <laughs> well done, Raymond. You done? I think so. Uh, I think you should be. It's rule 76. No excuses playing a champion is DPH or Rutherford again. I believe it's pronounced Carpe Omnia. I'm uh, 98.7 ESPN.
1: You seem extremely annoying. I hate you.